0: So let's talk Spyro.
1: Okay. I got a game that we know as Spyro because we're in lockdown here and I was looking for things to do and Emma named like 50 games and I listened to them all and I ignored them. And then I got a game that I played. I think- To be
0: fair, I also mentioned this game.
1: I I was going to say, I thought you mentioned Spyro, but most of them I was like, uh-huh, 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 flick left, flick left, Can't flick believe left. it. Those are all good games, um, first of all. Put them in the box with Beyonce.
0: <laughs> Get to the it's left. Fine. It's fine.
1: So I got Spyro. And for the first, like, few levels, I was just enjoying my life. I was reconnecting way- the- with childhood memories. I was enjoying the background music. Mm-hmm. And then there was this level okay. called Treetops.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> and-
1: the first thing that Emma said to me when I, I told her I was replaying it was, let me know when you get to Treetops. And I'm like, it what? was torture! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Triggered, yes. Um, let's, let's explain for the people, Spyro, just as a quick premise. If you're not, you know, of the uh, millennial age category, maybe you don't know.
1: Yeah, that. and I would also say, like, I'm not a video game person. Mm-hmm. Most video game references are, like, right over my yeah. head, so... Mm-hmm. I fully understand somebody doesn't know what Spyro is. It's a very cute dragon who he's trying to rescue all the other dragons from Mm. this bad guy. And so you're basically playing through a bunch of different levels where you're trying to release these crystallized dragons part of me thinks about, you know, like crystal people that they're like, I have this healing crystal for my vibes. And then I have this crystal that I carry close to my chest to protect me from enemies. I think of like those people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're, They're very like big sage green crystals. It's true. Yes. Anyway, playing through the levels, trying to get all these dragons free. You free a bunch of them. Yay! and then you get to a part of the game where you have to do cardio and I think <laughs> of evil no you have to like run it's supercharged is what it's called and basically you're running and then you're running and you're trying to jump off of these platforms but you're trying to steer and I've learned about myself something that I probably already knew I'm a bad driver mm-hmm. not in the sense that like I'm gonna wreck the car and immediately spin out but like I don't have agility. I don't have the like tight turns. I don't have any of that. Cause I'm trying to drive this little dragon and we are, we are not doing well. <laughs> we did the bare minimum of treetops and we got out of there.
0: Wow. <laughs> and- There's this one part of treetops that, you know, is arguably, in my opinion, the hardest part where you have to supercharge, of course, cause that's the whole point of that level. And you have to, you supercharge off the initial platform and the next one, which isn't too bad, but then you have to take a hard right
1: and then another right and then another
0: right and then you have to go forward and hope that you have enough momentum to make it to this one specific platform i never do
1: i have yet to complete it like i did the other two dragons sorry if you hear like mild discontent chips in the (laughs) (laughs) "Uh." (laughs) room He's been very emotional while I've been playing Spyro, by the way. Mm -hmm. He feels like every time I'm upset with the TV, I'm upset with him. And so he's like on alert. He's like, (gasps) Like, it's (laughs) fine. I'm not talking to you. (laughs) It doesn't help because him being upset upsets me. So then he's like, you are upset with me. I knew it.
0: (laughs) That's like me whenever I talk to Nick. Honestly, I'm like, so are you upset with me? He's like, why would you think that? I'm like, um, I don't know. It's just the vibe of the text. That's what I'm thinking. So, sorry that I am an emotionally traumatized individual.
1: I do that to my husband sometimes, but usually it comes in the form of he hasn't said anything for two minutes, and I'm like, are you mad about something? (laughs) (laughs) No. Like, what would you you tell me, right? (laughs) And I'm like. I I just I sense a vibe, and I would just rather us be really explicit about what we so. are and are not mad
0: about. <laughs> <laughs> if you're regretting this, you need to tell me right now. even <laughs> know. sometimes I'm like, "Do you love me?" <laughs> <laughs> I do that to him all the time. Not love me. I'm like, Nick, do you still like me? i was like, a, Nick, do you still like me? And then he's like, Yeah. Why would you like? Why wouldn't I? And I'm like, I don't know. You tell me. Are we you tell talk me.
1: About- Nicknames or are we just gonna draw <laughs>
0: nicknames? Do you want me to tell them what I call him? I
1: felt emotionally triggered by it, so I think it would be good content. Like <laughs> that's my <laughs> thinking <laughs> process.
0: Okay. Well here's here's how it goes, Han. Uh <laughs> this
1: is a story all about- <laughs> life got flipped turned upside down
0: and it may as well have for hannah but for me i already have these issues so this was like a natural progression for me like
1: okay but before we say what it is okay have you ever called anyone else this
0: no because they would not have wanted me to
1: okay and then once you tell the nick once you say the nickname please give the background on how you came to
0: Receive permission to use it. Permission? Well, that's actually highly relevant. So, okay. Mom, I'm sorry that you're about to learn this about me. (laughs) No, skip 30 seconds. Skip 40 seconds. I call Nick, Nicholas, Nikki, daddy. I call him daddy. What's up, daddy? Hi. And he's going to be like, probably real stoked that I mentioned that because listen, this is a personal thing between him and I, and I have daddy issues. Like I have daddy issues. No,
1: that part's clear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if you know, I have daddy issues. So, um, that's actually one of the first things that I mentioned in my bio and it was one of the first things we talked about and he mentioned he'd be down with it. And we proceeded from there so here we are and hannah it doesn't, doesn't like
1: ignite it. anything weird in you thinking of your own father
0: no because i, I don't have a relationship with him
1: okay so you never mm, that's not true you use that term with your dad when you want something not
0: like this it's not like that's this so <laughs> that's disgusting Absolutely. but you bad. do right you've told me that before um i have in the past i have not done that for a long while
1: Okay, so in your brain it's not associated with biological father? No. It's associated with?
0: Nick, what do you want me to say here? Like characteristics of a guy or what? Oh, I would just say a dominant partner in my life. Okay.
1: And I mentioned permission and that seemed to pique your interest, which- Well, (laughs)
0: I'm not gonna gonna explain that one, but I think you can put two and two together.
1: I think it's four. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> cheers hand
1: oh, okay so um i'm not a qualified therapist yet but if any of you need <laughs> it just dm us i'll answer it i can answer any of your questions except for why she's doing this because i
0: don't know um no i i, I am I, perfectly comfortable with it i have no issues whatsoever
1: except daddy issues except <laughs> for daddy
0: issues which is really why this whole thing has happened anyway so Okay. Um, I'm just living my best life right now. Okay. This is a judgment free zone for me. And that's where I'm, I'm, I'm taking you on this journey with me. Well, done. I
1: will refer you to the David Rose, not as David Rose, Daniel Levy in some other show, I think euphoria. I would never judge you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, 16 facial expressions that express the opposite, but I'm not judging you.
0: Even if you were, it's okay, because it's not your relationship, so. No, it's not. <laughs> you, I don't know, Hannah, I get some, like, I get some kinky vibes from you.
1: I think, I think the vibes are just bouncing back at you. <laughs> I think it's like a mirror. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, No. <laughs> Great! Anyway, <laughs> having a <laughs> visceral
1: reaction so swiftly onward. <laughs> I just date, and I don't really want to see it again. It was nice, but not that nice.
0: Mm. Emma! Yeah. Can you get started? I mean, yeah, we can start if you want.
1: Okay.
0: Hello everyone. I'm Emma. I am Hannah. Welcome to this week's The Transcontinental Tea.
1: The Transcontinental Tea.
0: This week we are talking about well, we're not really talking about any one specific topic. We're playing more of a sort of game, lighthearted approach to the... I'm doing some hand motions that you guys can't see. It's kind of
1: like a belly dancer preparing for a spin. I'm Meet, getting ready. Like Zumba arms. This is my it's,
0: mating ritual.
1: <laughs> a little bit genie-y. It's also a little bit the guy with the sandwich board.
0: <laughs> I, well, I'd be so good at that job. Spinning. I would drop it a lot. Um, So we're playing it's called 73 questions and it is popular in the vogue circles um so we are cognizant of our chattiness and we have decided that we have a cap so once we hit our time cap regardless of whether or not we have answered all 73 questions we will be ending the podcast there perhaps continuing part two elsewhere who can say it's a surprise
1: do we think we'll make it through all 73 questions? No. Is no. that going to stop us? No. No. <laughs> yeah. We're going to do 73 questions. It's a Vogue thing. If you've seen it, it's where they basically follow around a celebrity with a one-take camera in their own house or in, a, like, a studio. And they go through 73 questions. Mm-hmm. And it's to
0: help you get to know the celebrity better, make you think, blah, blah, blah. And we know that we're basically celebrities. so I mean,
1: we're, like... F list, but we're there.
0: We're like we're like at the high list. High Fs. The F list. We're high Fs. <laughs> the, the highest of F. So <laughs> I won't let it get to my head. It's fine. So, but the train has sailed. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't know. But first, we're just gonna do a teeny tiny tea of the week. T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T T All right, Han, I will start because yours sort of leads us into the next portion. Yes, ma'am. So mine is just a little moment that I had when I was watching Jeopardy. And I love Jeopardy. I I really
1: like
0: it. I really base my um, self-worth over how many questions I get right. And so far, not great. Uh, I got to tell you, Han, it's not great. But I get at least four right per episode. So yeah,
1: I usually average between like four to 10, depending on which categories we're talking about.
0: Right. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I get really lucky and there's like a Harry Potter category or a fashion category. And there was one time when none of them knew what Peplum was. And I was like, I know Alex, me, me, I know. Uh, (laughs) Can you hear me? So, but this, this one, um, the category was eighties movies, I think. And they referenced, I want to say pretty in pink or 16 candles. Molly Ringwald. it was John Hughes that they were looking for. They were looking for the director. John
1: Hughes did not direct my life. <laughs> and when I
0: tell you that not a single one of these college aged contestants knew who John Hughes was, I had a mini meltdown Yikes. in my living room. I was like, what you are you serious? You're in your twenties. Oh, I was so mad because even though these are outside of our generation, technically, these are iconic classic films.
1: Yeah, these are the stones along the road of our lives.
0: Correct. To mark specific important moments. Exactly. And John Hughes. I mean, he's famous. Infamous, really, <laughs> truly. I mean, we we've got the Breakfast Club. We got Sixteen Candles. We have Pretty in Pink. Uh, I, you know, all the any classic Molly Ringwald like rom com from the eighties. John Hughes directed it so yeah. at sponsored by john hughes <laughs> oh, right. uh he's dead right i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why did you kill him but you don't know if he's dead and you're like R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea that's why i asked let me google him just real quick after google uh yes he died in 2009 okay that's okay. fine then. <laughs> so repeat rip rip <laughs> anyway that's my tea just because i was shook that there are people who don't know who John Hughes is
1: very dark because I have a younger brother who's 10 years younger than I am Mm -hmm. and he is right now getting his college acceptances back that is how decrepit I am it's not even like oh you're getting kind of old what's happening it's like I am the crypt keeper I come out of my coffin every morning (laughs) I'm so old I could die
0: I feel that way every time I log into class and (laughs) it's just so many 18 year olds And because in in the video zooms anyway um, they're in their dorms so I see the dorm rooms and I'm like okay first of all they're really nice dorms so shout out to Fordham for not having crappy dorms a lot of singles Uh, I've never seen anyone with a roommate so far (laughs) but
1: that was a good (laughs) enough. (sighs) (laughs)
0: uh too young for me but uh but my classes are in person starting next week and I really yes oh no yeah so I had a brief taste of in-person classes uh last semester before I ended up switching to all virtual and let me tell you that only only one person was older than me and it was because they were also a veteran and not because I thought
1: you were gonna say the teacher (laughs)
0: It's because they were the instructor. <laughs> so, uh, teach. What up, Eugene? See you next semester. Oh, God. So at least I know what to expect. Anyway, I can't wait to be hanging out with 18-year-olds and be like...
1: You should really play it up and like almost create a caricature of an old person. Hello, fellow.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm walking out of a cane. they like, ma'am, you're 20. I'll, I'll, I'll still be 27. I turned 28 in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I may as well be 80. <laughs> anyway... Hannah, let's dive into your tea. (laughs) My tea is
1: so uplifting. It's not. I I went on a walk with... So right now we're in lockdown in England. But you're allowed to walk with a friend. So I went on a walk with a friend of mine. And she, her partner, walked with my husband. So basically it was a couple's walk, but kind of spaced out. You could hear each other, but... So it was the
0: girls together and the guys together.
1: Exactly. Okay. And we were outdoors about six meters, of six meters, six feet apart. Oh, wow. <laughs> we were so far away from each other. They're <laughs> about six feet apart. Uh, but we were basically going on the same walk, but in two groups. Okay. So I was talking to her, my husband was talking to the boy and I had kind of a surreal moment. So last episode we were talking about all the opinions, but we were talking specifically about the protests in DC. Correct. And one of the things that Emma and I said was like, I don't know how you would see anything but complete and total injustice on parade right now. Whale. (laughs) (laughs) The friend that I walked with, her boyfriend had a whole explanation for why the protests in DC were the same as the protests for BLM. And he's a British guy. Like I just, I, I, I don't expect this level of, you can say it. I'm trying to think of a nice word. <laughs> uh, I don't expect this level of controversy over what seems to be pretty black and white unintended facts. Uh, I just was a little bit shook. So I listened to him and he had the most eloquent way of saying fake news, <laughs> he, he did. He was like, I think, you know, you can say that
0: this well, way- You have to do it with the accent or it doesn't count. Oh God. <laughs> get ready
1: (laughs) oh i i can't do his accent
0: his is so normal just posh it up then do henry okay (laughs) you could say that basically
1: (laughs) the protests in dc were the same but actually the problem with the protests in dc was the filming Every photo I saw, there was only one person in the room. And when I did see police, they were using force. So I just don't understand all (laughs) these people telling me through fake, disproportionate media coverage that the protests in (laughs) these were anywhere near as violent as they claimed to be. I know, I know that the media. Okay, I gotta stop. Um, But basically, he went through this whole litany of explanations as to why the video footage was clearly doctored.
0: Mm -hmm. And Mm
1: -hmm. there were a bunch of clips that he saw that were one person in a room. And when I brought up the media coverage of multiple people, like 60, walking Mm -hmm. through the Capitol building, and that's when the guy stole the thing, he's like, I only saw one guy steal something and he stole a podium. Uh, It wasn't exactly looting was it? And I was like I just can't believe that this is what we're talking about. Uh, In my head I'm like you I don't know how to argue with you because I don't feel like we're both coming from a place of logic. I feel like I'm coming from the mountain of logic and you're coming from like the ocean of disbelief and I don't know how to talk to you. So I tried to just hear him out because for, for lack of a better term, I just wanted to believe that at some point he had, like, a valid argument. Like, at some stage, there would be a valid point that I could go, you know what? That's something for me to think about. No, we didn't get it there. Never didn't happen. So, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> we went on this walk, and the last 10 minutes, I just, I, I probably had a, lock, a look of sheer shock, horror, awe, disbelief, sadness on my face. And Luke, my husband, was like... <laughs> Okay. Uh,
0: it was um, so nice to see you guys. So
1: nice. <laughs> and yeah, so I, the, the, the thing that this leads into uh-huh. our fans' tea. We have left you fans' tea lists for too long, so get your cup. <laughs> this week's fans' tea. What's the question, Emma?
0: The question is, Hannah, how do you? deal with people close to you in this case we'll just say friends having significantly oppositional political opinions to you right
1: I think I want to clarify this a smidge if someone has an opposite political opinion to me I will react much differently than what I'm about to say okay I'm talking about an opposite opinion that to me is the difference between correct and incorrect. Mm -hmm. So it's not so much a case of, I prefer pink, you prefer blue. Got it. It's a case of fundamentally, unless every piece of news from multiple sources is a farce, a lie, then one issue about human rights is being disproportionately treated with another issue that is about preferential political figures who... Mm -hmm are white like yeah uh, to me there's no there's no opinion in that not to say that you can't look at it differently but just to say that I am reacting differently to you because I don't understand your point of view mm-hmm. I don't see the logical other half of this versus you know I I believe in um equal access to medical care if someone didn't believe in equal access to medical care I'm mm-hmm. fine with that like mm-hmm. that's that's not as as big of a deal to me so how do you deal with it
0: Uh, A lot of it is, I I really just try to genuinely understand where they're coming from uh, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: without, I try my hardest not to approach it judgmentally or with like an air of like superiority because I feel that that is ignorance in its own right. Uh, While I think that my opinions are more right, I, I hesitate to tell anyone that they're wrong. You know, I just accept a lot of the time that it's different from mine. And if that's the case, I just don't ever talk about it with them again, because there's no point, you know, like we're clearly never going to agree on this. It would be best for everybody involved if we just didn't discuss it. So there's plenty of people that I don't talk politics in general with. Um, There there are some issues that I think a lot of us, like I consider myself moderate. So I definitely feel that I can see both sides of the same coin, you know, but at the same time, at the end of the day, you have to, sometimes decide how do you really feel about an issue and a lot of times mine fall on a more liberal spectrum sure
1: I think if I have a different political opinion to you I probably won't talk about it not to save myself an argument but to save anybody from feeling invalidated or discomforted
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's not that I don't want to have these discussions it's that typically unless the other person asks for them it turns into an an I'm right tug of war. And especially if you're close to that person, that's not what you want. Because at the end of the day, typically you're not gonna argue someone into changing their mind, especially if it's something that they feel emotionally connected to. So a lot of people have political opinions that are rooted in family or that are rooted in location or that are rooted in something that they have an emotional tether to. So Mm -hmm. when you're discussing their political opinions and you're trying to persuade them to look at things differently, it almost becomes an emotional attack as well as an ideological attack. That said, I don't understand the lack of concern for other people that is prevalent, not just in American culture, but in modern culture. Mm -hmm. And it comes from the West being left alone for too long, honestly. But most Eastern cultures are still very community centric. So this value would never have gone away. Whereas in the West, the individual has been king for so long that it's, it's shocking to me the amount of injustice that's fine because it's your opinion versus my opinion. And, and I think when it comes to issues of right and wrong, and, and I look at things quite plainly as Mm -hmm. that if this is right versus wrong, right. I don't have to discuss it with you, but I'm going to make sure that you know how I feel, Mm -hmm. not so that I can get some weird point across, but so that you have all the facts because I think one of the things that I come across the most often with people that I am close to that have opinions like this, that like the Black Lives Matter thing isn't important or that there isn't systemic racism in the United States or that uh, there isn't disproportionate access to education, et cetera. Mm -hmm. It's because they have sheltered themselves into a corner of information. And then they refuse to step out of that corner because it would challenge their beliefs. So if someone is coming at it from that perspective, it's not that I want to prove to you that I'm right. It's that I want to tell you as many things as I can informationally and logically so that if you never hear it again, you've at least heard it once so that maybe it can simmer and sink into you and you can have time to kind of marinate in it.
0: Well, there's definitely the potential that no one has said it to them before, you know, I, I, would say, I really don't like to make waves. I consider myself a people pleaser. I like to get along with everyone, except for when I don't. And then it's the opposite, very opposite side of the spectrum. Um, if I've decided not to get along with you, you will be aware. But um, in general, especially if I care about someone, I just prefer to let let it lie, you know, if it's not something that is dangerous to others or directly impacting others in a negative way, then I guess I just consider it not worthwhile to discuss.
1: Yeah. I think I never, the only reason I I discuss it in in so much detail, I never want to fold myself into a box to be friends with people. I Mm -hmm. used to do it a lot when I was younger. I used to show people different sides of my personality and flex to fit the situation. And I don't want to do that. I want to be authentically myself. And that comes with these are things I I believe. And if you don't believe them, I'm not here to persecute you. I'm not here to put signs on your front lawn. I am going to be pretty emphatic with you so that you know where I stand so that we both know where we are, but not to make you feel bad or to, you know, make you feel like I'm
0: smarter than you are, because that's not at all how I feel. Right. I accept that there's plenty of things that I don't necessarily understand or know about. And that I think, discourse should be encouraged in a learning sense but never when it's approached with animosity and as a sense of superiority so yep um and that's how I feel about it so let's then, move on to a super cheery topic <laughs> Woo! right away from this um so let's just intro this with our classic Wendy moment and then we'll dive in the tea is exceptionally good today Made this Mm, very delicious. All right. So, as previously discussed between Hannah and I, we will be going one for one on our list of seventy-three questions. One for one. And I'm going to I'm going to set a timer. Oh God! (laughs) Because otherwise, we will go through all of them, and it'll be like a three-hour episode. So
1: you know when you're listening to five hundred miles and it just keeps repeating and keeps repeating. That's us.
0: Yes. So I will set it for one hour. That's all we have and one hour one hour and we'll see how many we get through so han why don't you start and we'll go from there
1: okay now remember try to make this as quick fire as possible i say that because emma is an overthinker so just try to come up with off the top of your head the first thing okay first thing you thought about this morning nick
0: (laughs) okay your turn uh what did you eat for breakfast
1: i ate a dark chocolate fruit and like oat bar. Yum. Okay. Mm. (laughs) It's gluten and dairy free. Hold on to your hats. (laughs) I don't eat breakfast. So So, interesting, teeny tiny tangent. I didn't (laughs) used to eat breakfast because I was doing intermittent fasting for a very long time because of my autoimmune disease Mm -hmm. at digestive issues. So I have recently started eating breakfast and especially in the last couple of days, because we're doing part like 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church. So Luke Mm -hmm. and I are fasting lunches. So I started eating breakfast because I'm like, it will be so unhealthy if I allow myself to not eat for that long. Mm -mm. I'm like, I kind of like breakfast. Maybe I'll make this like normal. Anyway, (laughs) were you named after someone? No. How did your mom come up with your name? Do you know? Uh, I
0: think my dad chose Emma and my mom. Technically my middle name is named after someone's daughter that she liked the name of. So my middle name is Brene, which is Renee with a B at the beginning, Brene. And she knew a woman whose daughter was named Brene and she said she liked it. So that's how uh, my name came to be. As far as I know, anyway, I don't know any significance behind Emma, beyond it. There you go. Great name. So Hannah, where were you born?
1: I was born in Akron, Ohio at Summa Hospital. Lovely. Shout
0: out. At the maternity ward, what up?
1: I think they're like a completely different hospital chain now. So, it's fine.
0: what can you do? What is your occupation? I am the president of the Student Veterans of America at Fordham. Okay. Slash student. Okay. Okay. This one is related. How long have you had your occupation?
1: I have been in the same career field for the last eight years, and it will end not a moment too soon. Mm. Someday. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Somewhere. uh what do you like about your job <laughs> I like that I have so many opportunities for outreach a mm. lot of opportunities to help people avoid issues that I had to deal with directly yeah so um anytime someone doesn't have to go through the hell that I had to go through to get things done I consider that a win absolutely uh, what do you not like about your job let me be diplomatic
1: The biggest thing, honestly, is that I'm not passionate about it. And I would love to, at some point in my life, have a job that I'm passionate about and that Mm -hmm. makes either the world or my local community a better place. Mm -hmm. And that is not true of my current job. Okay. Craziest job experience, including at your current job, but I can tell you right now, yours is going to be from the Navy, but craziest job experience.
0: (laughs) I don't know about craziest because I feel like my job has been so mundane, as cool as it sounds in theory. So I was an Arabic linguist for the Navy, which means that I worked in a secure facility, wasn't allowed to have my phone, had no access to the outside world beyond like one phone that we all used. Uh, I would say the craziest thing I did was send a report directly to the president. There you go. That's cool. Uh, Where did you attend university?
1: Well, I did my master's degree at Regent University and I did my bachelor's at Penn State. Lovely. Shout out Nittany Lyons And I don't remember Regents. <laughs> I didn't go to any football games because I was an online student with no life. Hey. So that's cool. What is the best thing about the
0: town where your university is, Emma? What's, what's not great about New York City, to be honest? Uh, I think just the, the diversity is the one of the biggest draws for me. And there's just, for sure. it's, uh, when I think melting pot, I think New York City, so. Yeah, I so same thing what was the worst thing about the town where yours was.
1: I did mine online, so it's Virginia Beach based though, so pretty much everything. Uh, I hate Virginia Beach. Yes. I went once and I would happily never go again. I think the the thing I would say is I'll I'll do online learning as an environment yeah. The worst thing about online learning is that you have to not only schedule yourself study time as you would if you were doing um, in-person classes, but you also have to manage how much work you're going to do versus the assignment. So if the assignment is to read six books and you only need two to complete it, you have to decide, are you going to read all six? Are you going to read two? Are you going to speed read? Are you going to try and notes it? So it's just, it's a lot of extra mental gymnastics.
0: Mm -hmm. I'll say like one of the biggest things I've learned since coming back to normal person school is that you will never get through all the material and you really need to learn how to um, sort of spot check your reading and decide what is important. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you'll never, ever finish it.
1: And I think people look at skimming as some sort of a cheat, but it's not. You have to speed read and right. you have to efficiently get through material rather than taking your time and proceeding through the entire book. You need to be able to get through it quickly and to just take away the key points, because at the end of the day, they're not judging you most of the time on how well you read the book. They're right. judging
0: you on how can you apply the takeaways. Exactly.
1: Three words to describe where you live. Okay.
0: Um... I will do my neighborhood in New York city rather than New York city as a whole. So, um, Jewish. I was thinking you were going to say that and I'm like, no, she won't say that. She did. No, it really is very Hasidic Jewish neighborhood. I don't have an issue with that. Obviously it's just, that's just the, um, I mean, it's New York city. So you kind of have to expect that anyway. Um, heavily Jewish population, quiet, as quiet as a good neighborhood in New York city can be and safe. Nice. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite food?
1: My favorite food is mint chocolate chip ice cream. Wow. Like, I think I could come up with a lot of different foods that I love all the time, but in terms of, like, instantly Mm -hmm. happy, like, excited mint
0: chocolate chip ice cream. It's a good choice. I like mint chocolate chip ice cream. Okay, favorite. Ooh, least favorite food. Honestly, and everyone tells me, like, if you just cooked them right, blah, blah, blah. I... Actually, no, I'm gonna, I was going to say Brussels sprouts, but I think in reality, my least favorite food is salmon. Interesting. My I, I husband hates seafood. I like shellfish. I like shrimp and lobster and crab. I do not like regular fish. Like, I'll eat a fish and chips because it's a fried cod situation. Right. I hate salmon. Sure.
1: She just fishy. likes to be a little shellfish
0: sometimes. <laughs> I am shellfish. What can I try? <gasps> ah! <laughs> Anyway, um, what is your favorite drink?
1: My favorite drink is sparkling water yeah. closely seconded by coffee, coffee, but like the survival threshold is very slim. So it's like hundred mm. percent would not survive without sparkling water. 97% would not survive without coffee. So it's, it's yeah. really neck and neck. I get it. I'm the opposite.
0: Coffee is number one for me. I know. So, But you do, you do dabble in the sparkling water. Yeah, I do love a sparkling water moment. Okay. What is your favorite restaurant? I don't know if I have one singular favorite because there's so many good ones here. But one that I order from a lot is um, sake Japanese. Very nice. Lots, lots of sushi from there. Uh, what is your favorite pizza topping?
1: My favorite pizza topping, just like
0: mama used to make. Mario. Is
1: <laughs> Pepperoni. I love pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like a ton of complicated pizza that mm-hmm. we actually just had pizza tonight. So Papa John's here do a butternut squash gluten-free Whoa. pizza base. Very good. And then I have vegan cheese and pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Mwah!
0: I am a Supreme pizza kind of
1: gal. Mm-hmm. Diana Ross. I like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite country to visit?
0: So far it's been France. Ooh, pourquoi? Yes. uh Jeanne de Paris uh I I just I really vibe with the culture there uh it's almost kind of like a je ne sais quoi it's (laughs) it's um kind of like almost an apathy towards like snobbery and I really identify with that so
1: yeah at the same time exuding snobbery (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect just
0: for me so yes (laughs) Cool. Uh, what was I, the, yeah. What was the last country? It's my turn. Shut up. <laughs> what was the last country you visited?
1: I think it was Austria. So right before COVID hit, we went skiing. Mm-hmm. And we always go to, we always go when we go skiing every year with my European holidays. We have gone for the last couple of years. And my husband has gone for many, many moons to a place outside of Salzburg. So. Lovely. Austria. It's actually so nice. People are lovely. They're nice.
0: I already know the answer to this, but country you want to visit. The long list. The first one that honestly came to mind was Greece. It's a good one. Emma and I will go on a Grecian holiday at some point. Oh, so. It'll be so fab. It'll Stay tuned fun. for the Instagram pics. <laughs> lots and lots. Hannah is like, my Instagram boyfriend. She is my paparazzi. When we go places, I'm like, take a picture, take a picture, take a picture. And then she, I don't have to ask her anymore. She's just like, all right, go over there. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that's what I'm you know,
1: when you go through like relationship counseling and they do the five love languages with you, mm-hmm. I think number one for you, they leave out Instagram. Like yeah. that's a huge love language for Emma <laughs> at
0: Nick. So, <laughs> and it's also, with me. It's but it's just like,
1: it fills your love tank, you know, in a different yes. way. Like it, it just feels, you feel seen
0: and known and you have content. <laughs> it's
1: just very good. It's
0: just the best of all of the worlds. So let's just, just as an aside, I'm just staring at <laughs> <of my own. laughs> um, Okay. Diamonds or pearls? I would say pearls. Mm, I'm the opposite. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why this works so
1: well. I know the answer to this. Kittens yep. or puppies? Puppies always puppies forever
0: puppies puppies puppies
1: oh my gosh um, i just gave away my password puppies forever
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay they're missing the exclamation point and they don't know where it is so <laughs> <laughs> um it's the i in puppies um <laughs> not your <yet>, hackers <laughs> <laughs> okay what's your i i'm glad this isn't my question what's your favorite star wars movie this is tough I um, none of them personally so i really like the star wars franchise so here's
1: okay. the thing teeny tiny tangent once again we both went to language school at a place that wasn't just nerdy. It was populated by oh super nerds. So they don't just watch Star Wars. They have Star Wars themed outfits per day that go with their magic cards slash Mario Kart wallet. Like there was that whole, magic
0: card store in like, the PX. You so. can't
1: make it up. It, you know. It's aggressive, like 40 year old virgin vibes all the way. Yeah, so. so I like Star Wars. I don't read fan fictions. I have never dressed up to go to the premiere. You know, I like the films. My favorite a hard stop there. Yeah. My favorite would probably be four.
0: Okay. Here's why. Tell me why, because I don't know.
1: There's a lot of good plot points in four and it sets you up to go through four, five, six. And you can go four, five, six, one, two, three, or you can go four, five, six, seven, eight.
0: Okay. So maybe this was my mistake when I first tried to watch Star Wars. I was in like sixth grade or something, and I had a friend who was like a mega Star Wars nerd. Like she was number one error. You never well, watched I mean, with super fan. She was weird anyway, but extra weird. And she had she was hot for Star Wars. So she said we should go in order. So we watched number one.
1: Yeah, and you definitely I- should watch four, five, six, one, two, three before you decide that you don't like them only because that's Mm. how they were produced so it's kind of like the marvel movies Mm. once you watch them all you can go back and watch them in different orders but you shouldn't see them in a different order to how they were produced until you know you like them Mm,
0: okay that's like for me it's just kind of like the concept isn't really my thing Mm. so i'm just not sure like space just doesn't really interest me in general so, but I, don't I was know.
1: raised by like a super nerd. My mom is absolutely a geek, so we watched like Star Trek. That was mm-hmm. one
0: of our. We were a Lord shows. of the Rings family, so mm-hmm.
1: I love a Lord of the Rings moment. Huge fan.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I like a lot of nerdy stuff. I just I don't have a cloak or a mm-hmm. desire
0: to write fan fiction. Hundred percent. I would go to Harry Potter world. Hun- oh my gosh, yeah.
1: And if she ever tries
0: the front. Emma forced me to
1: take a picture of her at the nine and three quarters platform sign. In I would London. like to say that
0: <laughs> I didn't make her wait though for the cart because that line is ridiculous. Whose idea was that? It was mine, obviously. Oh,
1: okay. It might have been mine telling it's you that idea. if you just waited long enough, the P, the I'm not kidding you, 60 person line, it was doing in a circle around platform nine and three quarters would go
0: away at five and the cart would be left there for a little bit and you could take a picture for free cart was not there though cart was not there sign, sign was. was Sign was there so i was fine with the wall it's fine
1: we it got my That's what harry
0: had so if it's good yeah. enough for harry it's fine okay, okay i'm gonna
1: skip the next two questions because you don't know star wars yeah. <laughs> so okay what is your favorite disney character oh this is a good end.
0: Belle. i have always personally identified with Belle. Because
1: um, you read a lot of books.
0: <laughs> it's, it's, you want more it's, than this provincial life. It is it's okay, it was twofold, now it's threefold because you mentioned that. So one, <laughs> she's well read. Two, she is meant for greatness. And three, she's pretty. And four, Emma Watson played her. Also true. And if oh. Emma, Emma and Emma, so it's sort of set and stuff. It's eight.
1: Cool. My favorite um, princess was always Aurora. I know.
0: Love sleeping we used to in. sing that song all the time the I know you the dream song or whatever mm. Hannah and I used to do Disney karaoke like you wouldn't believe
1: yeah but that was like way back in the day <laughs> that was, that
0: was as a- if we would not still do it is funny
1: that no, no 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 we would but it was definitely back in the day we had pitch
0: perfect sing alongs so
1: it, oh, yeah. it was a whole yeah it was a
0: whole the cards were great we had so much fun we knew which parts we each did so it was fun. oh yeah it was a good time <laughs> land out all right Hannah what is your spirit animal
1: my spirit animal is a f- fox because okay they're cute they have a lot of
0: energy but you really consider and- yourself sly though no but like clever mm-hmm. you know I get that you'd eat a rabbit yeah i always
1: <laughs> um i think <laughs> i see like i see them like Padding through
0: the snow. <gasps> there's find. this. There's like a, a, a TikTok account, and they have pet foxes or something, and it's so eee, they're so cute. They're so cute because they do that thing where they try to like burrow into the ground. So they like jump up and then they like go at the ground. It is so cute. So cute. Okay.
1: What? I know you have pets. I'm skipping that.
0: Okay. What's the cutest thing ever? Ever? That's and, broad. I don't know. Um, cutest thing ever. Gun to your head. Go. Uh, there's. This little girl on TikTok who is, she's like maybe four or five and she is so cute. I've never seen a child as cute as her. She, she'll like, she talks like an adult and she's very emotionally like sound in like her opinions to her parents. So she'll be like, don't laugh at me. But she's got the teeny tiny voice. And I'm just like, oh my God, every time I see her. So she's like big glasses. Kids with glasses. I don't know why, but toddlers with glasses is so cute. It's so cute. They just, it's just a goggle on their face. It's so cute. <laughs> That's my answer. Toddlers with glasses. I think it's so cute. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> my uterus is, she's got a moment, so. <laughs> uh, what is your favorite fashion trend?
1: My favorite fashion trend is ripped jeans. Okay. I would cry in a world of full leg denim. Uh, I do love, love a, a ripped I love a
0: distressed moment.
1: You know? And just like when it's just stressing, what is the coolest thing <laughs> Are you really about not being a
0: parent? About not being a parent? Yes. I can sleep whenever I want. Whenever I want
1: for as long as I want.
0: <laughs> and I do, trust me. There's a newborn in my building and it has slowed the roll, let me tell you.
1: My neighbors have, I think he's a year old, like a year old baby. Might be like eight or
0: nine months it has taught me that i am okay not having a baby at this moment but the parents seriously they yelled be quiet yesterday when the baby was crying <laughs> i was like that's going to be me like i'm laughing now
1: but i know how i react to my dog which is like a forecast of what you're going
0: to be like with your kids <laughs> because i have no tolerance for the bs i'm like get it out of here you keep it out. i'm freaking out it's like that
1: What is your favorite movie of all time?
0: Pride and Prejudice.
1: Yeah, so good.
0: Easy. What a dumb question. Favorite movie in the past five years? Emma, the
1: remake of Emma with um, a bunch of new actors. Like, I love anything by Jane Austen. So good.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so good. good. You know, the Kirsten Dunst version, or that was like way long ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that was eons ago.
1: Yeah, I like that one too, but this one has the one who, the actress who
0: plays the lead in the Queen's Gambit. Mm, okay. Blonde, though. Yeah, very good. Well. Uh, Fun fact, I got um, a copy of the novel, Emma, when I was born. Mm. So there you go. Movie that made you cry. Hmm, movie that made me cry. Passion of the Christ. <sighs> so good. I watch it every Easter. I, I watched that one time with you. I can't watch it again. So good. I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, Okay, movie that made you cry from laughter.
1: I'm desperately trying to think of anything that I've seen that made me laugh till I
0: cried. (laughs) It's been a while since I laughed, cried from a movie. No,
1: I'm like, probably like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, the Mm -hmm. first time I
0: saw them. Yeah, most of the time. So the last time I remember really having a moment when I like, I saw... And I've evolved past this kind of sense of humor now, but at the time I was still in the throes of bad grandpa humor. Okay. And I saw it in theaters, and I laughed so hard. Like I think Jackass is funny in general. Like I think Johnny Knoxville is a funny individual. I mean, it's a very certain kind of comedy, and you have to, it's, it's dude humor.
1: But... Yeah, my husband likes it a lot. I'm like,
0: <laughs> I, never, I never thought like Step Brothers was that funny, or like Pineapple Express. I don't really get weed humor. So. I
1: hate Step Brothers. I
0: hate it. Yeah, I just think that in like Talladega Nights. I just don't think it's funny.
1: Oh with Tom Cruise. Okay, what's your favorite sports movie?
0: Remember the Titans. Oh so good. I love that movie. It is a classic. I will never get tired of watching it. Denzel I can watch it all the time. Over and over. And how and over.
1: relevant is it for this time in our lives? Truly. Truly. I don't think it'll ever not be relevant, honestly.
0: Thank you, and then he goes. Don't you see the resemblance? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) (laughs)
1: Sorry for the giant
0: noise that you just (laughs) heard. Only dogs can hear that. So (laughs) yeah. Okay. Most desired quality in a friend. Authenticity. Mm, Good one. That's sort of like in general in my relationships that I really Mm -hmm. want that.
1: Yeah, I went back and forth in my head between that and loyalty, but. (laughs) I think to be loyal you have to first be authentic. I agree stuff. in that as well. Okay. Can you speak any other language but English?
0: Obviously. Obviously. It's kind look at the Salam alaikum. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's such a good question for you. <laughs> what is the most American thing that you can think of?
1: A... An American flag t-shirt on a person on a quad bike with a camo hat, a gun wrapped around them, and, like, hunting boots. Mm,
0: You forgot the hot dog and the- The hot dog? (laughs) The hot dog and the dip. Obviously. Gross. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) I hate that that's our reputation, so here we are. Sorry, it's accurate. See you. Read i don't i don't identify with that
1: <laughs> new what is your favorite tv show that is currently
0: on so like so that's kind of difficult because all of my tv shows i don't have cable i just watch everything on netflix
1: so let's say within the last two years
0: um has new girl been within the last two years no dang okay because it's like my number one um bob's burgers not within the last two years but it's still on though oh is it okay mm-hmm then all right don't front on bob's burgers i know i know all right what's your favorite tv show of all time gilmore girls i knew you were gonna say that but
1: close second would be schitt's creek friends and gossip girl and gossip girl although friends and schitt's creek would beat out gossip girl like in the amount of times that you can watch
0: them 100 mine goes gilmore girl and then friends Mm -hmm. and everything else favorite game could include video game they don't specify Okay. That's tough. Uh, I think catchphrase is my favorite game. Mm. Mostly because I'm really good at it. I like Trivial Pursuit for the same reason. I really like to know. Oh that. <laughs> it's why I enjoy Jeopardy so much. Jeopardy yeah. <laughs> is great. Uh, okay. What's your favorite hobby?
1: My favorite new hobby is macrame. So I've done macrame. I've done two pieces and I really like it. It's really like, somewhat soothing but not as mentally stressful as knitting for me because i'm still learning to knit Mm -hmm. so i have to focus more than i do with Mm -hmm. macrame fun fact here they say macrame they say what
0: macrame macrame get out
1: (laughs) what do you do
0: to decompress i lay on my bed nope i don't know why i thought you were gonna say eggs (laughs) I lay. <laughs> <laughs> I just reproduce as much as possible. That really relaxes me. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, I lay in bed and I either, depending on my mood, I'll either read a book. Uh, there's always a candle lit, at least three, actually. Love a candle moment. Um, I'm in my Mew, Mew with my house slippers, sometimes a face mask. And mm-hmm. if I'm not, if I'm not reading, then I'm watching TV and knitting. Right, and that's how I decompress. Knitting
1: is weirdly soothing. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, I like that it it takes focus, but the kind of focus that like it makes me unable to. I started because of my OCD, so it really helps me because I don't have to think about anything else while I'm doing it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So helps me a lot with that. So I like it, and it's it's really cool to make something, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, how do you spend a Saturday in your hometown?
1: Well, if you don't want to go to the movies, stay home, honey. (laughs) There is nothing for you there. I probably would say if I were in my hometown and it was a Saturday in a non-COVID world, I would be meeting a friend for dinner Mm -hmm. or going to, there are a couple of like outside of Cleveland shopping areas, Mm -hmm. Crocker Park, Belden Village, like. there are big shopping hubs those are really fun because they have great restaurants they have really cool stores just to browse cool what's the best first date idea
0: okay i oh that's tough so just reproducing as much as possible (laughs) as much as possible (laughs) uh now you all know uh no i think for me it's doing something that has like some slight competitive spirit to it uh but isn't it something as stressful as like go-karting
1: like dance dance revolution.
0: Even that is too stressful. No, I'm talking (laughs) like driving range is really fun. I've done that before and we had a good time because it gives you something to focus on. That's not just staring at the other person. So even if you're not connecting, which he and I really weren't, you're still doing something that's fun and you enjoy
1: I've never been on a first date there, but I did enjoy in the US, they have Top Golf. Oh, I right. don't have anything golf. like that outside of London here, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It was, I did, I'm not a golfer and
0: I had fun. Yeah. So something like that, something interactive. There you okay. go. Uh, what's your dream vacation?
1: My dream vacation is to go to as many European cities as possible in a three week period mm-hmm. and just drink in the architecture and culture.
0: I love that. I'm torn because there's part of me that, like, I would love to hop around to different cities, but there's also a part of me that wants to be able to spend at least a week in each city to really understand, like, my way around and really figure out, like, the environment and things like that. I feel like I would feel like I'm missing out on a lot if I only went for a couple of days. So
1: I will say, as a budget, as a ballroom budget, like, four days to me is the perfect amount of time to see most European cities not to say that you get everything but sure. you get a taste of most things mm-hmm. and then you know up. yeah and you know enough about the city at that point that you want to come back and do more or yeah I get it and mm-hmm. you can kind of move on
0: mm-hmm.
1: what's your favorite color pink buddy elf what's your favorite color <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was such a thing in eighth grade I remember we all did that eight okay. elf All right what's your favorite book of all time
1: i wanted to be like sunday school the bible (laughs) Um, my favorite book of all time would probably be the harry potter series Mm -hmm. i don't know if i could pick one but those were just the most engaging
0: wonderful books i think those and also gone girl is really high on my list
1: i haven't read gone
0: girl oh it's so good but i'm not as booky as you are what is your favorite book from the past five years man that's hard i've read so many um the help is really high up there. I don't think I was made in the last five years. I definitely have read it in the last five years. Yeah. Um, I don't know when it was authored, but it's one of my all time favorite books. And the movie is so good. The movie is really, they did a really good job translating the book to movie. Uh, great character engagement. It's just one of my favorites. So probably that um, as far as one that's been written in the last five years, I really don't know because I don't pay attention to publication dates. I just, I let books find me. So, a uh, book you read because everyone else was reading it. Twilight. Mine was Fifty Shades of Grey. I was thinking that as an alternate, yeah. They're uh, neither alternate. one was that well written. <laughs> well, they were both fan fictions. One was fan fiction of the other. So, what was it? I'm pretty sure Fifty Shades had some, like, fanfic qualities to it. DBD, book. You will read over and over again, Harry Potter. I've read that series at least 12 times through or the help. Okay. Favorite sport to watch
1: rugby. Hear me out. Fascinating. I love American football. Rugby is like American football on steroids. There's just so much raw aggression and you don't really understand what's going on because the rules haven't been thoroughly explained to anyone enough so (laughs) they're literally just grabbing onto each other and you're like why are they doing this so fascinating really good 10 out of 10 would recommend to a friend what is your favorite
0: lunch to be honest my favorite lunch are the deli sandwiches that were at the commissary at my last duty station Hmm. they were underrated I don't know why they were so good nobody <laughs> saw them or what they are i seriously suggested that to so many people i was like no seriously like go get a sandwich from the oh, sleep suit. on the deli sandwiches <laughs> and they uh, they always told me i was right so i'm telling you like there was never a moment i wasn't craving that sandwich they i don't know what they it's crack i don't know what it is but it's so good so sandwiches and it's
1: like that on the base that i work on it's called bundy and it's a turkish restaurant with rice bowls that have like garlic chicken and hummus oh so good
0: yeah sort of just sandwiches in general are kind of my lunch thing they just have such a lunch vibe to them so they do um who is someone famous and not living you want to have a favorite food with
1: i would love to have lunch with winston churchill I think that would be so fascinating because in my brain, I want to pick Audrey Hepburn, but she's really nice. And to be honest, after about 30 minutes, I would just be staring at her, listening to her talk. And I think Winston and I would have a great conversation.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if I could think of anyone in particular that I'd be like them, John Hughes, (laughs) John Hughes did not direct my life.
1: Okay. Uh, Someone famous and alive. Same
0: question. Who do you want to have lunch with? Julie Andrews so good. I know. Have you finished Bridgerton yet? I haven't started Bridgerton yet. What are you (laughs) doing? Uh, (laughs) I've heard amazing things. No,
1: no, 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 no. It's amazing. But aside from this, it's literally so good. Julie Andrews is Lady Whistledown's voice. She's the Kristen Bell of Bridgerton.
0: Oh, she's the Gossip Girl of Bridgerton. That's fascinating. Uh, I've heard really good things. And I keep saying this meme about the guy. Who, Hannah, I get it. I'll start it. I'm sorry, please stop going through a wind tunnel. I'll take care of it. Um, the guy who says, it is because I hold you in such high regard that I cannot marry you. Everyone's like, fuckboys boys in
1: 1813. <laughs> I
0: like that you said it with like a southern. It's because I hold you in such I high did God th- God, no, God. I did not. No, I did not. You um, did. I did not. I hold you in such high regard. There my gold okay uh okay historical era you'd want to live in and where the 1700s in england i would choose the 1940s new york city
1: nice solid choices
0: what's your I want, dream I car plumbing so i don't think i could go any you know i really hear you century stuff yeah in
1: my mind i'm living on like a movie set of the 1700s so <laughs> all of
0: the culture all of
1: the outfits none of the plumbing <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I like, I like the outfits, but at the same time, like, I don't know that I could wear a corset all the time and appreciate my life. So
1: what's your dream car?
0: A vintage convertible Mercedes. Hmm. Maybe like seventies or eighties.
1: Mine is a Mercedes G wagon because I really like how square they are. There's mm-hmm. a symmetrical beauty to them mm-hmm. and I like how high off the ground you are. I love tall cars. I'm a tall person. It's true. All right.
0: What's your favorite outdoor activity? Traveling. <laughs> 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 my favorite
1: outdoor activity would probably be horseback riding. I love mm-hmm. horseback riding. Too. Um,
0: closely followed by skiing. I like skiing. I'm surprised you didn't choose um, like skeet shooting or something like that.
1: No, it's fun. Um, but it's not my favorite. Like mm-hmm. in terms of I could do this every weekend, uh for a month you know what horseback i mean back
0: riding for sure yeah yeah what about you my favorite outdoor or indoor outdoor okay but the question is indoor i just want you to know that
1: i know and i'm gonna go there
0: next but i'm just offering no, you the opportunity. i i agree with you horseback riding okay what's your favorite indoor activity oh didn't see that coming <laughs> um probably reading Re- which reducing as much as possible arguably <laughs> could also be an outdoor activity
1: the answer to everything of these 73 questions is reproducing as much as
0: possible oh. <laughs> <laughs> um just having as many children as possible and as much sex as possible
1: so i have started watching a new real housewife series it's the salt lake city one it right. is so interesting okay they, did you say it's more interesting
0: than the other ones
1: yes because they talk really? about mormonism
0: Yes, it's so
1: fascinating. Okay. The one lady, like she doesn't stop talking about Mormonism because she's an ex-Mormon because she got divorced, and it's a whole thing. She doesn't like it, I assume. She likes it. She just can't be it anymore. So it's this weird rejection of her rejecting mm. them, rejecting her.
0: It's a whole thing. <laughs> well, I rejected you first. So ha <laughs> ha.
1: The lies. <laughs> the
0: lies! <laughs> That's my favorite meme of all time. All right. Do you, I know you don't, but do you play an instrument?
1: I played the recorder for a while, but I had to put it down. You know, I was too talented. You know, don't, don't play. I thought to myself, Hannah, you can't take the spot of all of those up and coming recordists. You can't. <laughs> you know, you can't do that to them. Selfless. They have dreams. So I put her away. I <laughs> retired her at the high age of
0: 12. <laughs> I tried to take guitar lessons and never practiced, so my dad canceled my guitar lessons. <laughs> so, I but I do—I want to be able to play piano. Of all the instruments, I could. I would with.
1: love to play piano. I played the violin when I was like four, but my parents let me quit, which shows you how the tradition. Yeah, of my see, life went. I'm
0: going to force my children into an activity. I don't know what it's going to be. You're going to do one and get good at it, and that's it.
1: Well, so I actually heard amazing parenting advice, which was. Never quit on a bad day. So I think what I'm going to say to my kids is you can pick whatever activity you want, mm-hmm. but you have to stick with it until you like it. And then you can quit such good
0: advice. <laughs> makes so much sense to me. Makes so much sense to me. What do you admire in a friend? Hmm. Convictions. Hmm. If that makes sense. I, okay. I appreciate when a friend can stick to something that they have said is morally important to them. It makes sense. At Hannah. <laughs> hey. Okay. <Hit> me. What, <laughs> is, what your... is. Oh, you're. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and on. i After this game show, not you. <laughs> uh, what is your quote unquote must do when you go to the movies?
1: My must do is having a seat that is like leg room friendly because mm. i can't be crunching and bunching my knees and
0: I, mm. I just can't want to but most people have the seats now that are like you stick your feet out and things like that some of them do some of them don't and i am always the person
1: who puts my feet on the front of the chair in front of me <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> and so like i have shoes on <laughs> like,
0: it's not like i'm like just,
1: <laughs> just relaxing <laughs> How rude are you? So,
0: I'm just saying. Anyway, what do you consider to be your greatest achievement? Moving to New York City by myself. Absolutely. I just think of all the things that I have, and I've done, I feel like I've done a lot. I, I think of all the things I've done that was the most daunting. Yeah. And the one that I had the least, I did not have help, but I had the least amount of help.
1: And it's also, from my own experience, the thing that people expect you to fail at.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah. It was nice to defy expectations. So, okay. Defying gravity. (laughs) I'm an alpha buff. What can I say? Um, What is your dream job? My dream job
1: is. Your attainable dream job.
0: Oh, okay. I was really (laughs) digging
1: deep into the mental (laughs) archives. My attainable dream job is being a psychologist. I know that. Mm -hmm. Uh, What is your favorite place to go to de-stress?
0: Right now, I guess I would say because it's COVID times, it's usually somewhere like the gym mm-hmm. uh, because I feel like I can get a lot of aggression out that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes me physically tired, which makes it harder to feel stressed about things. Yeah. So, uh, but because of COVID, it's a little bit stressful still going to the gym. So yeah. in a COVID era, I would just say home. Yeah. But I never leave home. so.
1: It's like everybody is in the plot of Tangled, but the mom hasn't come home yet. So we're all just hanging out in our house, drawing on
0: our ceilings. <laughs> like, <laughs> really, she is, she would be the queen of quarantine. She so. would be so good at it. <laughs> so good. She has so that many nice. activities. Um, what would you bring on a one-way trip to Mars? Ooh, tough one. I would bring
1: a tablet that has the ability to have Netflix. <laughs> like
0: Like, in a capsule
1: it doesn't have to yeah it doesn't have to get updated it can all be downloaded but a capsule version of netflix
0: sure i mean you have to have so good i i question the people that are willingly going to mars knowing they'll never come back i think that is crazy i think you're better for mars why didn't we send them back (laughs) no i think (laughs) truly i think for me
1: tv isn't just like escapism it's i'm such a visual person that in the same way that you go into a book and you feel immersed in it that's how i feel in tv and movies and it's just it's so nice it's such a good experience so so nice nice. okay you are stranded on a desert island who'd you be stranded with answer this very wisely
0: (laughs) i have so many questions how did we get stranded (laughs)
1: have you ever seen the meme that's like your typical ride or die and it's like someone throwing gang signs and it's like me
0: where are we riding why do we have to die (laughs) (laughs) i didn't sign up for this uh so i'm confused is the question who do i want to be stranded with or who am i most likely to be stranded with it simply says who okay i'm of two minds here on this hand is hannah and on this hand is nick who did you think After years of friendship, I'm tied with the guy you've known for three weeks. Hannah, (laughs) can you, can you reproduce with me? You don't know. You don't have sperm. You don't. No. (laughs) You don't have sperm. Hannah is my numero uno choice of being straight on a desert island because I think that we'd be really innovative, but in the off chance that I'm stuck there, I need someone who's going to give me repopulation purposes. The level of disrespect. I don't believe for a second that you would not consider Luke for being stranded on a desert island. <laughs> I know. I'm
1: a huge immigrant. <laughs>
0: so, thank you. Okay, you're having a party. Who do you invite?
1: Who just got checked off of <laughs> um, I would invite... So, my thing with souls, with parties... I only like having people that I know really well at parties because it allows me to be completely relaxed and in the moment. Whereas if I have people that I'm loosely friends with or people that I don't know, I feel the need to like host, check on them, make sure that everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. And it just stresses me out. It takes me right out of the like fun moment. So it would be just people that I'm close
0: friends with. I got it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I, I really like having large house parties um not during COVID let's be real but <laughs> like so for instance Josie and I when we lived in a house we threw parties all the time and we had so much fun and it, it was like we would just lock the bedrooms and everyone would just be in the living room in the kitchen drunk off Everclear jello shots and you know it was just a thing so it was okay what would turn. you serve at your party hors d'oeuvres no you want food that's like easy access so i would do classic bar food you know i i like to cook for others but because it's a party i wouldn't exactly dive into fine cuisine so i'd probably just do like a lot of buffalo chicken dip sort of thing maybe like just like finger foods so if it's a dinner party different story
1: i figured out that i have a much higher tolerance for spicy food than my Mm -hmm. husband when i was ill and i made buffalo chicken dip with like rice underneath Mm. it was so good but i used the amount of tabasco that i would normally use and luke tasted it and he was dead he was literally like
0: like he could not handle it don't let me forget to i'll post on the instagram as well there's a funny meme about um about british seasoning and how you guys do it over there it's really funny oh gosh by the way at the
1: team sorry we haven't Done the Instagram posts that we've said. I've listened back to our episodes, and I keep saying like, "Oh, post, us on Instagram."
0: Um, we've been have been waiting, girl. Where is it? I don't,
1: I don't know. Is the answer? I have to literally go back now and figure out what I need to post. So. I'm only
0: one person, okay.
1: <laughs> the team. I'm sorry. I need
0: Hannah's help. I I'm doing so much. <laughs> I am such a busy social life right now. Okay, uh, at your
1: party, Hannah. What do you talk about? We talk about, we probably quote movies. We probably talk about um, TV shows. We talk about like pop culture stuff. It's It's probably not too
0: deep. I mean, it's party. You want to have fun with it, right? So. Yeah. Okay. Last question. Oh my gosh.
1: I'm going to change it because this is, would you recommend this interview to someone else? Obviously, because we're fantastic <laughs> interviewers.
0: <laughs> my last question
1: <laughs> is. Of all of the hair colors that you have had, which
0: represents the truest Emma? I think platinum blonde. Why? I feel that it is, it personifies me in the sense that it is uh, perhaps not the most common hair color. I don't think it's natural. It's, you know, not uncommon, but at the same time, it's not something that I think just anyone can pull off. Mm -hmm. I think that it is you have to have a specific taste for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that I am similar in that way. That maybe I'm not meant for everybody, but everyone admires me. I loved my platinum blonde hair. It was really fun. I totally get it. Yeah.
1: All right. We did that's it. team. <laughs> we done did it.
0: We did it. 70 tree questions. I'm Hannah. I am Emma. What's oh,
1: the tape.